This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Black Velvet Fairies is a fantasy, supernatural thriller podcast from the makers of The Blair Witch Project and one of the producers of Lord of the Rings. The podcast tells the story of a woman whose grandmother leaves her black velvet paintings of fairies, but not twinkly little sprites. These are grim warriors, kings and queens. As she investigates her family's history with the artwork, disturbing dreams and unexplained encounters pull her toward a dark and dangerous fairy world that some believe is real. Episodes drop on Tuesdays wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fantasy Fangirls Podcast, where two sisters dive deep, 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 deep into fantasy lore, characters, themes, theories, world building, and more. We are so excited. Before we get into who we are, kind of our backstories, our different, you know, relationships with these fantasy novels, we want to just go ahead and say a huge blanket spoiler warning, major spoiler warning for Fourth Wing. We're going to be talking a little bit about Akatar as well. So if you haven't read that, maybe just go ahead and skip this episode and go straight to Fourth Wing. But just so you know, this is definitely a, hey, here's our love of these stories and we will be mentioning some spoilers. Absolutely. Harry Potter spoilers, just, just for, you know, all of you who haven't read it. If you don't don't know Harry if you have not read what are you doing here go I, listen to and read Harry Potter I, I can guarantee you I will make at least like five Harry Potter references in every single every single minimum chapter, uh, every single minimum <laughs> uh, minimum yes so Nicole let's start with you I am Nicole I am the sweet baby sister of the two of us <laughs> and I appreciate the laughter thank you very much <laughs> it says a lot about me thanks <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I'm a seasoned podcast. I've been podcasting for about four years now. And I have always loved fantasy. Like, but it's always been from the era of like almost like the young adult lens. Like I've really loved YA books since the the dawn of time for me, at least. Like I definitely was into the Twilight craze. I don't care. I will take it. I don't care if any judgment comes from that. I loved the books when they came out. But like now, you know, I love the selection, uh, Shadow and Bone, like all those, Cricket Kingdom, all of these books that are definitely more of the YA category. But it wasn't until, gosh, like two and a half-ish months ago that I started getting more into the new adult where it was like more Akatar, Court of Thorns and Roses, and of course, Fourth Wing. And I kid you not. I'm I'm a very productive person. I literally study productivity for my job. I have never been more unproductive in my entire fucking life because <laughs> these books have taken over my entire mind. And what do you do when books take over every ounce of your being? You get the people that you love into said books. So I start texting everyone I know, specifically Lexi, and I'm like, you need to read this book. It started with A Court of Thorns and Roses. And she was like, I'm a mom. I don't have fucking time for this. And I was like, I need you to read these books for my sanity as much as yours. <laughs> like, get into it. And 
you know, her Harry Potter loving heart, which both of us grew up very much loving Harry Potter. I'll let you talk more about that. But like that immediately was a catalyst into you getting into these books. So here we are a few months later now just being so, so, so obsessed with them. I wanted to include really quickly some of my favorite tropes in these worlds, in these fantasy stories, because I think tropes are so funny because you buy books for the trope, or at least I do. I buy books sometimes for the tropes. Like I knew Fourth Wing was going to be an enemies to lovers and I bought it for that reason (laughs) because I love that trope. It's one of my favorites. And yet I will never get tired of an enemies to lovers story, specifically if it's a shadow daddy. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I'm I'm set. I'm done. I'm right now reading the Throne of Glass series. That's all you need to know for that right there. But when it comes to favorite tropes, definitely like enemies to lovers, definitely like that banter that comes with it. You know, I think of like resand and stuff like that, that whenever I think of that banter. But when I think of least favorite tropes, however, and I want to hear yours, Lexi, mm-hmm. definitely. When I think of least favorite tropes, I used to think, okay, like maybe, you know, love triangles because I didn't love it. And like, you know, even back in the Twilight series. I didn't love the love triangle. But I also think about like friends to lovers. I've never been a friends to lovers person. There is one exception. And if you have not read the Shadow and Bone series, here's your big spoiler. But there's very much a prominent in there. Selection is very much friends to lovers. So I thought it was not one of my favorites. But then I think about my favorite books and friends to PETA Malark from Hunger Games is very much friends to lovers. So I used to think that was my least favorite. But then I realized maybe that's actually right below my favorite when right after enemies to lovers but Lex let's hear a little little bit about you um so like Nicole mentioned we both got into Harry Potter very early on when we were kids I like to consider myself an OG Harry Potter fan I um, got really into it when I was in third grade the first book had just come out and there was just no going back like my teacher was reading it to the class that's how I was introduced to it and then she was reading it too slow so I went and got the book myself and I have been a diehard Harry Potter fan ever since and which has been what 25 ish years. And so God, you're so old. <laughs> yeah, you're almost 32, girl. Um <laughs> I, on the other hand, was not a fan of Twilight whatsoever. When you mentioned your least favorite tropes, mine is just Twilight. Like that like anything that includes that that is that that's just my least favorite. So over the last, uh, I'd say, you know, like 10 years or so, I've been completely immersed in the Song of Ice and Fire series. Um, of course, continuing to love the Harry Potter universe, um, Lord of the Rings, The Witcher. So I am very much more of a po- fantasy politics person. I eat that mm-hmm. stuff up. I love the really hardcore world building. I'm so excited to read Throne of Glass. And so Nicole got me, like she said, she got me into Akatar. And then I realized, oh, I like the romantic part to it too. Not quite to the extent that Nicole does. You'll definitely get like I'm the balance such between a the two. Romantic. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a hopeless romantic in these books. I am uh, definitely the more, I'll say, practical one between us, the, the more logical one. I, I don't mean that as a bad thing. I just mean in a, I was the AP lit kid, right? And as far as my favorite tropes, I, I did not realize that one of my favorites was enemies to lovers as well. But I will also go a step further and say perceived enemies to lovers, which is mm. one of the main reasons that I love Miss. Um, and Fury so much. And, and of course, also fourth wing here. Now, as far as my least favorites, uh, yeah, 
love triangle, anything that has to do with a difficult childbirth. I watched House of Dragon, the very first episode that I had been dying, I've been waiting for for so long to come out. It was the day that my daughter, it was my daughter's due date. So I'm literally waiting around to go into labor. And that first episode happened. And if you know, you know. And I have barely been able to watch the series since then. Like it really traumatized me. So I don't like that. I did not like that in Silver Flames, for instance. So, so now that that's a little bit about us here, let's start talking about the structure of these episodes because I think that's what really sets this podcast apart. Yes, I agree. Every single episode, we're going to be covering a certain number of chapters of this magnificent text, Fourth Wing. Like we said at the top of the episode, we're going to say it again. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for every single episode of Fantasy Fangirls. Everything from the book Fourth Wing, everything from Rebecca Yarnos's brilliant fucking mouth is on the table. We will also be pulling some theories and all of that stuff. So if you love these books as much as we do, you're in the right place. So then we're going to be doing a summary of each of the book sections that we'll be covering, which is typically around three to six chapters, depending on what goes on in it. And we're going to be calling that for this fourth wing series, Battle Brief. Then we're going to be tapping into our signet powers of key insights, reflections, foreshadowing, and theories. This is when we're going to go really, really deep into this section, talk about what are some things things that happen in these and what it means in the grand scope of things for this book and these characters. Yes. And then we're going to be moving on to the archives section, which is where we're going to be deep diving into world building, family backgrounds, histories. This is like, we are going to be the wiki of fourth wing here, as well as the other um, fantasy books that we'll be covering later down the road. For instance, we'll go ahead and just say spoiler for this first episode of fantasy fangirls covering fourth wing, the archive section, we're going to be going over the different area of the quadrants of Bezga. Ward College. So all four of the quadrants, we're going to be going into the deep dives of what they mean with everything we know about them, um, obviously in the lead up to the rest of the Empyrean series. Then last but not least, we're going to close out each episode with taking flight with our favorite moments. It will be very hard just to pick a few, but we will do our darndest to narrow them down. As you guys can imagine, we're going to be starting off with Fourth Wing, the first book in the Empyrean series, in the lead up to Iron Flames on November 7th. It cannot come soon enough. I am itching to get my hands on that book. So then we're going to be covering the Iron Flame book, just as we did with the Fourth Wing. We'll be doing a very similar format as we can best guess we obviously haven't read it yet then kicking off in 2024 we're going to take a small break from Empyrean and we're going to go into the court of thorns and roses we're going to be diving into Prithian starting off with obviously Akhtar moving into mist and fury and so on and so forth so there's a little bit of a taste of what you can get excited for in the next few months of fantasy fangirls no we are of course on social media we are still very new so please give us a follow especially on TikTok we need that thousand follows so that we can add the link to our podcast so that can make everyone's lives easier. Please. So please. not only go follow us, but go tell all your friends to also go follow us. And it's, we're post, I should say we, Lexi is on it with posting funny videos, different theories, and just all of that good, good stuff on both Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, my, my meme game is very strong. I don't mean to brag, but it's, it's, no, it's it pretty is. good. Yeah. <laughs> It's really good. Like I'm, I'm in awe of you. And we'll put the link in the show notes to both the TikTok and the Instagram, or you can just look up fantasy fangirls pod. We are also a baby podcast, like Lexi mentioned, which means rating and reviews are so freaking impactful. If you have never had your own podcast, or if you don't know this, it is absolutely so helpful to have those ratings and reviews, especially at the very beginning, because as people start searching for podcasts about fourth wing, which oh, isn't that? 
know what this is. The more and more reviews we have, the higher we are up the charts, which means more people are going to find the show, which means we're going to have crazier and crazier fan theories coming out of the woodwork. So please take a moment and whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on, take a moment to hit that five-star rate and review button. And speaking of the fan base, Everyone, we love the good theories. We love to hear your input. This is all about to be building a community here. So email us, email us your thoughts, your theories, all of that good stuff at fantasyfangirlspod at gmail.com. And with that, that is our short and sweet intro episode. I think it's time to dive into fourth one. I think so. Uh, these episodes are jam packed. They are going to be long and juicy and so good. Let's do it. Go ahead and click that first episode and we'll see you all there. All right.